But who wants to do that? It's a lot easier to talk and make it worse. Yes, that's right. Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Just pick at the sore. Just keep picking at it. Yeah. Eventually it'll heal, but it'll bleed a lot. And hey, look, I'm bleeding. Why are you bleeding? Well, I was picking that. Well, don't do that. But but do. Okay. And that's Wells. Hello, everybody. I mean, I enjoy trying to dig myself out of a hole, too. Don't we all? Don't I know. We? Sorry. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, so... I actually did things, but I'll give you guys a chance to talk about if you've done things first. Uh, um, my, my talking about our thing? Well, you, we can talk about our thing, but Wells, have you done anything that wasn't with me that we'll talk about? Joe well, did? exactly. It's like, okay, hey, well, hey you know that thing that you did, but you can't talk about it until the next show? Yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Josh, I took uh, Josh out to Kits. It was Saturday. A Saturday. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, here. it was nice. Yeah, it was, it was nice uh, sitting out there. Um, you know, being uh, appropriately social distanced and not being idiots and uh, hanging out. This. Oh yeah, and, and like random three pack of uh, ver- uh, velvet merkin. Uh, yeah, he bought the rest of them that was in the market. I guess. Oh, like there were still some sitting in a. Uh, warehouse or something he was texting this guy and they had I can't remember how many it was and he bought the rest of it but it's like uh, it's like 17, 18, 19 yep. or 18, 19, 20 but it's like 17, 18, 19 it's three years of Firestone Walker's Velvet Merkin uh, two years of which are oatmeal stouts and one year it's a milk stout for some reason but I mean I ain't gonna complain you know it's like, it's like what 30, 32 dollars and yeah. normally those bottles run 10 bucks a pop anyway so I'm like Okay. And plus, you don't have to worry about like cracking one open randomly. It's like instant vertical. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. It, hey, and thank it's, you it's for in a, taking the time. It's in a pretty little carrying case and everything. I'm like, this is super cool. I really like this. Now do this for, uh, you know, Sticky Monkey. Yeah, but make it like 10 years. I'll, I'll spend $100 on a... For the 100 bucks? Dang. I'll Give me a small suitcase of Sticky Monkey. I'll do better than that. <laughs> uh, so one thing that I did want to mention or talk about really quick is because of all of the COVID shit that's going on, Kit has decided rightfully so to not have his anniversary weekend. It's now going to be spread over the entire month. So <laughs> happy we- premature anniversary. <laughs> well, he's used to that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's used to it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's tough. Like, you know, I, it seems like the last couple of years, a lot of retailers have started kind of doing Black Friday early. And and now, like, this year just seemed like the way to make an excuse for it. Like, oh, you know, because of COVID, we're going to have Black Friday all month. And I'm like, okay, Amazon.com. I guess I won't go out to your storefront. And instead, I will have mediocre deals for the entire month as opposed to me focusing for, like, a day and a half. Yeah. But, I mean, rightfully so, because Kit's do- Kit doesn't have a big place, and he, you really don't need a bunch of people crammed in there. And, and he's, he's reconfigured it. I feel like he does a, he's got it set up pretty well, as well as you could for that small space. Yes, yeah, he does. It's, and, it's set up um, smart for what it is. Yeah, and, and you know. And, and I got to say this, yeah. too. Super proud of the fact that everybody was wearing masks. Like, it was no questions asked. People were, and <clears throat> there's my stupid voice doing what I knew it was going to do. Everybody's in a mask. Josh is going through puberty. Bear with him. Yeah. And nobody even... He didn't even have to tell somebody, hey, put your mask on. Like, Right. They just had their masks Because we're all adults. Yes. Except for the one kid who's... Like, the the big joke was... um, He was in there and it was like on a Saturday. And his birthday was the next day. And starting the next day, he would have to wear a mask. 
but as of that Saturday, the COVID can't get them. Yep. I have heard that. I think the... <laughs> it's very selective I, about times and days. I, uh, somebody did say that this doesn't affect kids at all. It just bounces right off of them. They can't catch it. Yeah, I can't remember who though. It doesn't matter it anymore does, anyway. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I, I, had a load, I had a load of fun at Kits. It was great getting out. It was nice being around other adults that... Glad that you were able to take a load off. That wasn't my wife... My wife. <clears throat> I mean, it, and it's it's weird to see how how much of an impact, like we we don't realize, being shut in really does for us. Yeah, you know, and well, and and you know, famously, and, and we joke about it, but it is not a joke that Josh doesn't really leave the house. That and Josh much. doesn't like people. No, I really don't. I like, mean, that was we could have made this comment like last year. We, and it, and we were making this comment for like three yeah, exactly. years. Yeah, but Josh I, doesn't I, leave the house. We all know it by now. I don't think. I think sometimes people think I'm joking, but I'm, I'm truly not. Like, I mean, you get out and you go to the store or whatever. But right. I mean, like that's you know, there, there's there's something different from the kind of utilitarian. I'm going to a place to pick up a thing and I'm coming right back. Versus, I'm just gonna sit and hang out and like have, that's that's joy in and of itself. Yeah, have some beers. Just chitty chat. And then I also thought it was funny, too, that we go in there and I see the beer that you guys claim doesn't exist was just sitting there in four packs. Yeah. And I'm like, there's Surly, Furious, just right there. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like there was a time that I said it didn't exist. and I, I know, but you, you both said I was crazy and it's just fun to keep rubbing in Dude, I mean, I bought Coffee Bender like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I Same. know. But uh, what I, I told you guys this He's like still four, trying to rub it in. He doesn't four months ago. In, but he's going to rub it in. God damn it. Yeah, I shouldn't rub it up. I'll just shut up. Anyways, moving on. That'd be a first. <laughs> God, I want to punch you in your face so bad right now. <laughs> uh, six feet distance. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Shelton Brothers. Wells, can you tell us who the Shelton Brothers are? Shelton Brothers. Uh, they are basically a distributor. I mean, they are a distributorship. Operates out of Massachusetts. Uh, they are to thank... For the United States getting uh, Cantillon, you know, or if you get Anchorage, I know several, I mean... They, Same, they brought in uh, uh, Westy 12. Westy 12. Yep. yep. I mean, basically, if you cut your teeth on Belgian-made beer in the 2000s, thank the Shelton brothers, because... Weren't they, were they the ones that were doing, they were getting Prairie out here as well? Was that Shelton? I can't remember who distributes yeah. Prairie. But anyway, they a, a, were a major distributor of European brands and, and some really A-tier uh, domestic craft brands. Well, they're in, what, receivership? I mean, they're the bank-seized assets, everything. It is, Oof. it is over for the Shelton Brothers. So, what happened to them? Yeah, do we know what happened? They just they, they die. I mean, owed more money than they had. Like, did they say it was COVID fault or was it just, I mean, I'm curious because, you know, retail packet sale, packaged sales, give me a second, haven't yep. dropped as much as like a tap room. Yep. So, well, retail package sales might, you know, in a lot of cases have gone up, but these are like extremely niche brands. Okay. You know, you're not really, I mean... Some of these Cantillon bottles go for 30, 60, 70 bucks. 
you know, depending on the secondary on, market though, right? I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking like retail. Oh, okay. So it, it sucks. So basically they, they were in trouble, but, uh, you know, they had a, far, no, they had okay. a, they had a line of credit and the bank wasn't, you know, willing to, uh, they didn't, they wanted their money now. And so they seized all their assets. Which could very well have been a matter of bank loans money. Shelton isn't paying properly or, mm-hmm. or you know, consistently or on time or whatever. And they just say, you know what? This ain't worth it. We, we, we would like to, you know. And of course, I'm sure, you know, and so we, I feel like this is a topic that we've kind of beat to death, but. We beat all of the topics to death on the Fair show. enough. The business of beer is is a good and fine thing, but if your business practices are bad, eventually you're going to get punched and you're not going to be able to recover. And this, speaking specifically of like COVID-19, is the punch that's going to take out a lot of brewery names and, yeah. and, and beer industry names. And, you know, it's not the first, won't be the last. Yeah, and I would say, according to this article, they uh, actually started having financial troubles all the way back in 2018. So it wasn't, this isn't because of the So you're already hurting. Yeah, so you're already hurting. And yeah, like we said, maybe you're not paying your bills on time. Maybe you're you're fluctuating your payments. And, you know, this isn't, business loans are a completely different world than what a mortgage Mm -hmm. is. It's a night and day ball game. And they can yank your shit in a second. I mean, they're just... A lot of brands that have been connected with Shelton over the years. I mean, not just, you know, all the, the Belgian outfits, but, you know, Prairie, McKellar, Anchorage, uh, here. It, it, it sucks. And for now, it's, there's a lot of uncertainty. You know, there's going to be some local stock at the shelves that, you know, local distributors have on hand. But, you know, when's the next time, you know, anybody in Belgium is going to send over a Cantillon drop, right. you know, holy crap, you just lost, you know, that pipeline, that Belgian pipeline. So it's, think of the impact that that's going to have on all those, you know, European breweries as well yeah. that are reliant on a Shelton to get their beer across. And it's suddenly everybody's going to wake up and just say, you know, crap, now we have to find somebody else. And it's almost a given that they'll be able to be rehomed, but, Things just got a lot more uncertain for a lot more people. Very true. And I guess one other thing we'll mention, too. They were supposed to have a festival here in Charlotte. The festival. It was supposed to be this year. It was postponed to spring of 2021. And then I got the announcement earlier, like, oh, cool, uh, that my tickets are basically lost. You know, I'm not going to get money back because the... Those are the bank's assets now. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Maybe they'd at least give you like a toaster or something for it, you know? Maybe a bottle of McKellar. <laughs> That's rough. Well, and, and what's probably the least surprising news in the face of the history of beer acquisitions. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Sweetwater has officially been purchased, and they have been purchased by a Canadian cannabis company. A Canadian cannabis company. Yes. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, doesn't G13. It? Yeah. 
420 straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of it. Like as soon as I saw this, I'm like, yeah, this all makes Sweetwater, sense. Sweetwater. I, I feel like Sweetwater is the second least subtle brewery when it comes to their ties to pot. Yeah. I mean, there's Oscar. Yep. And then there's Sweetwater. Yeah, with, I mean, yeah, Oscar Blues has Pinner for crying out loud. Like, yeah. <laughs> they've got the little circle on their cans. You know. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> but they got the stovepipe. Whatever. Um. This this really doesn't surprise me. I mean, like we, yeah. you know, like I've been. I feel like I've been harping on this for a while that Sweetwater was gonna get acquired. Yeah, I think we all kind of felt and like the question they were gonna was, be was who, yeah. right? And where would it make sense? And this is a this is kind of out of left field, but yet it makes total sense. Yeah, it, that's the thing is it is kind of out of left field, but when you stop and think about their brand and everything they do, and now not only that, but once you know marijuana is federally legalized you've got a brewery that specializes in in using turpins and cbd and some of this other shit that they're already doing yeah they know they know what they're doing so oh wow what do you know wait now we can just make some pot beer it's not, not that hard and they've also had the 420 festival like every yeah. april up until obviously this past one that yeah you know has some really awesome bands um I mean, I was looking forward to going. Oysterhead was supposed to be there. That is not a made-up name. Sure. Sure. But, you know, of course, everything COVID, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Stop you from seeing the keycap mice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Sweetwater spot. Band. We all knew it was coming. Kind of surprising uh-huh. the foo, but not really surprising at yep. all. And it makes you wonder, too, like, <clears throat> you know, the, the Canadian cannabis... Uh, uh, industry has been not so quietly churning pretty hard yeah. for the last year or so. And man, it feels like they've got a, a step ahead. It's going to be real interesting to see how this all plays out. Yeah. Like I said, if, if marijuana gets federally legalized in the next year or so, and you've got to really specializes in doing all this stuff already, yep. how hard is it going to be to just flip the switch and say, we now just make weed beer. Which get your weed beer here? All the terps. But is it like? Do I want that? No, like, like I mean, on the regular. Uh, like, sure, but the question is, do you want that on the regular? There are a lot of people that do. Sure, sure. Okay, but but I mean, okay. So, personal choices notwithstanding, does somebody is somebody going to want a keg of a terp beer versus? you know, one of their regular IPAs in the beginning. Like I know what the answer is at the beginning, because it'll be, this is that thing that I've never been able to get. But once it kind of normalizes, will the beer be good enough to stand above? This is all it really is. It's a one trick pony. It's just weed beer. Yeah. Good point. Who knows? And I mean, that's the other thing too. Like, except for the last time that I bought the Costco super 36 pack of, (laughs) Of Sweetwater beer. Right, I'm right. not really buying Sweetwater on the regular anymore, so. No. Never had 420 IPA. You're at it on weed, man. <laughs> God, like. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like, that was the first time I think I'd had it since we've had those G, that G13 beer on the show. It's the first time I've had a sweet, Sweetwater beer. Like, that G13 was pretty yeah, nice. It was, it was yeah. real good. I liked yeah. it. Uh, last but not least, we have a local meadery. Meadery? Meadery. S- meadery. Insidery. Which, insidery. every time I hear that, I get excited. I'm like, oh, you mean like mead, the drink. It's not just like a meadery. Yeah, local, not meat. Local meadery. Mead. Yes. I'm here I for all of the meads. I believe that's just called a butcher. Arby's? 
Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, I'm butchering. <laughs> Arby's getting bought. Did they now? Yeah. I had heard for a while <clears throat> that I think like Wendy's was like part of their parent company or something, and Arby's was losing money for years. Who bought them? No. Shit. I got that backwards. Uh, Arby's bought, uh, Arby's controlling group bought Duncan. Duncan. Whoa. Okay. Ooh. We have the meats and the coffee. And the donuts. And the oh, shitty donuts. Like everything that you need to have a good poop. We have the meats and the black coffee. And the sweats. And the... Wait, that's what you wear after you eat all of the Arby's and the Duncan. That's right. All right. So anyways, back to the local meadery. Meads. Oh M-E-A-D. Goodness. Man, you guys are like super ADD tonight. See what happens when I, I can't control the cats. Meow. They decided, and rightfully so, to make a black is beautiful, but in this case, mead instead of a beer. And we actually happen to be drinking it right now. So, so the idea, second. <clears throat> well, so, mine was on the table. Well, okay. so, so the idea of the black is beautiful beers, we had a couple of them on the show, but the idea is that, you know, it's the same basic like recipe from this specific brewery. And then everybody gets to use it to make an Imperial stout and they can play with it, whatever they want. And it, you know, money goes to benefit the you know good causes and such like that. Um, but like when the rule kind of is, and, and you almost have to have rules with this kind of thing, otherwise it gets crazy. You got to make an Imperial stout. That doesn't really work well for somebody that makes ciders and meads. Mm-hmm. So, um, they still wanted to be a part of this, which I think is, Fantastic. Yes. Obviously, it takes a little bit of time to, you know, make a mead. It's not as easy as just, <laughs> you know, brewing a beer, I guess. But um, it's a, a mixture of different honeys. It's um, a touch of Belgian candy sugar. But basically, they've uh, attempted and I think done a really good job with, well, spoiler, uh, making a mead that's supposed to resemble a stout. Yeah. Which, by the way, this is Good Road. We hadn't mentioned who this was. Oh, yeah. All right. Durr. Good Road Cider Works out of Charlotte. They're, um, are they the, they're the ones that are right down the road from like Old Mech and Sugar Creek, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Wear a mask. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, it's, it's, it's a neat... When, when you've got the idea of inclusion, <laughs> it's great to see that that is more than just an ideal. It's actually something that gets put into practice. So, you know, to, to have a cidery meadery say like, Hey, we want to, we want to participate, but we're not going to make an Imperial stout. Like yeah, I don't, was, we don't that, make an Imperial that, stout. That's super cool. Like it's completely out of left field, but man, that's super neat. Yeah. For them to say, it's not even in our wheelhouse, but we're going to take a stab at it. And this was, uh, well this, and there was another, uh, beer or mead. I'm sorry. Uh, Avogadro's trail, uh, they released these on the same day. It was their first two bottles. Huh. So cool. It's a collector's item. Yeah. No, it's super neat. I don't, when you, when you uh, send a picture earlier, the stuff you were going to bring, I'm like, that looks like a mead bottle with the blackest beautiful label. Okay. It is. Okay. 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 And what's funny too, is if <clears throat> listeners of the show, remember there are times where we have a mead that happens to be one of the best meads ever made. That happens to still be sitting in that keyser. Keep reminding me about it. I'm going to have Jeff distract you. And you, you distract you, him. You know, sometimes we would, would I rather just meet you out the car? That's right. We all, we don't always drink beer on the show. In fact, we actually have a diverse lineup tonight. Yes, nobody, nobody. we have we have two non beers. Yeah. 
I'm not sure how I feel about all of that, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's a thing. Uh, no, but I think this is really cool. And, and the fact that, number one, they got to participate. And number two, like making a mead is not an easy process. It takes some time because you're basically fermenting honey. And in this case, you're complicating the matter even further by per- by fermenting honey with Belgian candy sugars. And I mean, if anybody's ever tried to make a Belgian beer at their house, like those things can be so finicky sometimes of messing with those candies. And I just can't imagine even trying to do this. And it's it's amazing. Like I think it's it's super cool that they were allowed to be able to do this because, like we've said. The base rules were you had to be an imperial Russian stout, and then you could play with it and do what you wanted to, and they still got to do this, which I think is amazing. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> super neat to see, and, and you know, good for them to even ask, right? I mean, like, I'm sure it would be really easy just to kind of sit on the sidelines and... Yeah, and say, ah, well, we're not a brewery, so... Yeah. Yeah, screw it. Very cool. Cool. Any other thoughts? We ready for a break? Let's break it off. Okay. We'll be back in 30. I know by Jeff. How does that work? We're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking through the show and the not beer that we've been drinking through the show. The beer and the not beer. What have we been drinking through the show? And uh, would we spend our own hard-earned money on it? Um, so it's real straightforward. A buy or a no buy? Um, so me, what's our first beer for tonight? So Jeff, yes. What's our I did, no, no. I, I led myself in. That's fine. Uh, Chris had sent us a care package and one of the cans he sent was a Firestone Walker beer called Welcome to L.A. Uh, sure, it's just not like Welcome to La, like really loud. Uh, maybe the L and the A is for lager, because this is a West Coast lager. Are you familiar with West Coast lagers? Uh, yeah, me neither. Um, so somebody should call this an IPL, basically? Maybe. Yeah, I guess it's like a hoppy lager. There's like a piece of citrus over here on this uh, this label. Um, and another piece of citrus. There's several pieces of citrus. Yeah, it's fine. I don't... Uh, I mean, like, it's, it's in, a, in a security camera. That's a interesting. It's fine. Um, if I'm going to buy a lagered beer from Firestone, I don't think this is the one I'm going to buy. It's probably going to be Pivo. So... No buy for me. Wells? Yeah, I don't really know what they were going for with this. It's kind of uh, forgettable. So it's unfortunate. No buy. Josh? I don't even know. I would call this unfortunate. It was just unremarkable. It had nothing going for it. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Love you, Chris. And again, if you'd like to send beer into the show. (laughs) Have a shit all over it. Yeah, so we just, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just didn't do anything for me. Uh, next beer up. We don't have a beer up next. Oh, really? What do we have? <clears throat> so we've been joking for a while about hard seltzers and what we think about hard seltzers. And then, so help me, Wells is like, you guys, hey, hey, 
hey, you guys. Look what I just got. Guess what I'm bringing to the show? And I, and I pull up the picture. And I'm like, okay, still water. Wait, sparkling? India Pale Hard Seltzer. It's been dry hopped with Sabro, Citra, and Galaxy. This is the Tropic Juicy Seltzer. Um, DDH or get out, you know? I mean, it's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> right, bro? It's hazy, but not hazy enough for you. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, I kind of feel like I'm drinking a beer, but I'm not. I mean, there, it's definitely missing the the body. But I get a lot of the same kind of like vibe, if you will. Um, and so I'm looking at this and I'm like, other than the fact that it has zero sugar and only two carbs, it's 160 calories for this pint can. And I don't really know what a regular beer runs for a pint can. I just like, I don't 40 ish. Okay. So for me at 6% for an extra 50% calories, I'd rather have a beer. It's fine. And if you feel like you have to have a seltzer to fit in and you want to be that individual who's carrying around, oh, well, I've got a, I got a hoppy seltzer. You guys drink your fruity one claws like a bunch of plibs. I've got my hoppy sparkling still water. <laughs> like if, if that's you, more power to you. Have fun. Um, I'm, you do I, you, boo. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just uh, like, I don't, um, yeah, no, thanks. It, thanks for bringing it in, in Wells. I, I appreciate you bringing it. I'm glad to have tried it because now I can say, like, I've had this. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know what I always want out of these kind of seltzers. You know, like, for me, I don't really care for, like, club soda and carbonated water in general when it's straight. Because for me, that's always the, like, I go up at, like, the Taco Bell and I go to get my Mountain Dew as a kid and I don't realize that the syrup was run out and I go oh, and I take God, a yeah. big old yeah. drink and it's nothing but like battery acid all over my tongue. And so like I carry that with me and I, I just don't, I don't like I don't, I don't need seltzers. I don't want seltzers, but like Spindrift I'll drink because that's like got so much juice in it. It, you know, it doesn't hardly taste like acid water. Yeah. This for me is, is closer to that acid water thing. It's, it's not bad. I just, I like, I don't, I, I can't think of a reason why I always buy it. Wells, how about you? So carbonated water ran over your childhood dog. I get it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, it wasn't carbonated water. It was the carbonated water truck, if you will, you know. Oh, yeah. Look. At the Taco Bell. I bought this for a reason. Uh, Somebody just saw it, shared it. I took a sip. Like, you know what? I was ready. Like, I had my knives out. I was ready to go. And instead, I'm like, this is kind of inoffensive. Semi pleasant, like I've, I've I've only kind of dipped my toe into the seltzer water. I don't know much about seltzer. That's why I want us to have the show. But, yes. Um, usually they suck, and this I'm like, I kind of like I'm gonna finish my sample and then I'm gonna ask if there's more in the can, and then I asked like, okay, where can I buy this in the store? So yeah, I am gonna buy it. I don't know how much of it I'm gonna buy like moving forward, but yeah. if I had to bring like, can, can like, I ask a, a, a yeah. few follow up questions? So does this come in like? Four packs, singles. Uh, to be honest, I just bought the two singles. Okay. How how much did they run you? I can't remember. Okay. Just I curious. mean, it wasn't like far off. It wasn't like what I would. I mean, nothing raised an eyebrow to me. It wasn't like not outrageous. It wasn't okay. cheap. It wasn't expensive. It was just like I'm gonna fucking do this because this is something I'm gonna do. 
All right. But yeah, it's it's surprisingly flavorful. Like it yeah. It, there like I, there I, I is was, an aftertaste. And the aftertaste does not suck. It's it is what I thought it would be. Yeah. Like it is a seltzer water that has been hopped. Mm-hmm. Cool. I if guess. that sounds like your thing, check it out. If that disgusts you to think about, eh, definitely skip it. Josh, can I can I get one little more? You want a little bit? You want a little bit more of this? A little, a little nip. Other glass, other glass. Yep. Thank you. That's the good glass. <laughs> for the for the, the good for the glass. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I had to try this again because after that, this got really kind of forgotten on my palate. Yeah, you know. Um, so normally when we try to line up, when That's, we tr- okay, sorry. We try to line up beer for the show. We try to kind of go into progression and, you know, whether it's light to dark or mild to stronger flavors, um, then you get something like a sparkling hoppy seltzer. Where does that even belong in the lineup? I don't know. Kind of hard to slot. Yeah. So it tastes like a weird Sprite to me. <laughs> like kind of like I took a Sprite and then I threw a couple hot pellets in it and said, here you go. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Is that terrible? No. Would I like actively seek this out? Absolutely not. But again, thank you, Wells, for bringing it. It was a journey. It's an experience. I now know what it tastes like, uh-huh. and I now know that I probably could just go buy some seltzer because I drink just plain seltzer. Okay. Throw a couple of hot pellets in there, and it would be worth a shit. And squirt some of my. Vape bro juice in, and there we go. I've made my own hard seltzers. Oh once, my god! Once I put the vodka in, woo! I don't like Josh anymore. I don't know. Did, I think did, did he's you really onto something? Did you ever really like me in the first place? <laughs> so no, it, it, this is interesting, and and I still think that we need to punish ourselves and do a full on seltzer show at some point. And yeah, I think we need know, to quit it, talking about it. it. Yeah, it, it's so it's it's this funny thing where like we have beer backed up. Or we probably got like a show and a half, no, two and a half shows worth of beer. Easily. And then we could probably do a seltzer show. And then we're, we get into the holidays. And assuming I go back to Indiana, assuming everything isn't completely locked down. Yeah. There's no telling what all I'm bringing back. So it gets Truth. super it, interesting. Still, please send us beer. All right. Next beer up, Jeff. Next beer up from Chris. Um, <clears throat> three weavers in somewhere in California, I'm sure. Inglewood. I hear they're always up to no good. They are. Um, uh, this is their expatriate, a West Coast IPA, bright and laden with notes of tropical fruits. Um, maybe they labeled the can wrong? I didn't get any West Coasty vibes off of this at all. I didn't feel like it was tropical. I don't Maybe I need to try it again. Um, it didn't like taste old, but I just want to. And September the something teenth, fifteenth, maybe. Two months. Um. And I don't know. Maybe it was because we had it after that sparkling water. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's unremarkable. I mean, I, the three of us within the last three days have all had excellent West coast IPAs here in Charlotte. This doesn't, this beer from the West coast doesn't hold a candle to those. So from that, I say thanks, but no bye. Thanks, but no Josh. Josh. Wells. Uh, 
you know, I'm with you. I've had a better West Coast IPA today. Um, it's fine. I didn't hate it. I admit that I still was wistful for the good old days of a hopped seltzer. So maybe it was just a tough follow. Who knows? But I'm going to know about this. Josh, where are you with uh, West Coast IPA? Yeah. Again, we've all said it. Don't need to repeat it. I, I Sorry, Chris, that we've trashed on both of your beers, but no way. Jeff, final beer up? Uh, but it's not. We That was our last beer. Oh, damn it. We have a non-beer up. Uh, oh, okay. The aforementioned uh, Goodroad Cidery. Goodroad? Goodroad? Good yes. Goodroad yes. Cider Works. Um, black is beautiful. Uh, it, we were kind of talking about it earlier. It's labeled as an other than standard honey wine. 500 milliliter, 14%. Um, this is a sneaky 14%. Of course, I mean, it's mead, right? Like, I, you know... I never drink mead typically and go like, "Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a full-bodied mead there." You know, like it's always like, "Oh yeah, this, this tastes good. I like this. I like this. Why can't I stand up? Yeah, what what happened to my legs? Why are my pants all wet? Did I pee myself again? Dang it! No, Josh peed on me. Okay, this got weird. You made it weird, like always. All right, I did. So, so in, Im- the beer? an imperial or stout, the, like the like mead. an imperial stout mead. Um, I think it's tough to go into this with the idea of the black is beautiful um, uh, gamut kind of in, in front of you when you've had a bunch of the black is beautiful beers. Because like it or not, like unless you are super well versed in or have drank a lot of different meads, like in the back of my mind, I'm still expecting like chocolatey and roasty and all that kind of stuff. And there's there's hints of it there. Um it is a little bit dry. It is a little bit sweet, uh, but it's excellent, and I love it, and I would buy this. So <laughs> I tried to purpose you there as much as I could. You did. Wells was getting, like, nervous over there. He's all, like, like turning. It's like, uh, I'm going to slash his tires. And <laughs> Wells, what about I just you? deflate them. I mean, not slash. That, that's property damage. Oh, cool, cool. So you're familiar with the New England Patriots. Got it. Yes. Yes, I am familiar with the... Anyway, um, this thing, I went, I did a, a quick little South End run and, uh, you know, made it over for uh, the Black is Beautiful. Like, anytime a meadery is like, hey, we have bottles for sale now. Like, oh, cool. Well, you will see me there. Yes. Um, and this on draft was just eye-openingly Fantastic! This in the bottle, it's a little bit more still. I was going to say, does it carbonate when it's on draft, I'm assuming? Maybe not carbonate's not the right word, but it's got a little well, more. Well, no, carbonate is the right word. It, okay. You know, is there a little bit more carbonation, Bubbles. a little bit more fizz to it? Yeah. Because um, this is a flat mead. It is. It's, well, still. Okay. Let's fine. call it still, not call it flat. Fine, it's, fine. Your girlfriend is still. Whatever. I get it. You know, like. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I was um, going to make a mom, your mom joke there, but like, I don't know your mom. So, so I was on the cusp of ordering a second, uh, pour of this. And then I saw a sign like, you know, we are limiting customers to two pours of this 14%. And at that point I like snap back to reality. I'm like, I'm on the cusp of ordering another one, but it's 14% and lunch was a long way away and I should go home. And yes. I'm glad I did because this, as you said, this is a lethally sneaky 14%. I could 
I could sit down with a bottle of this and it might take me a minute just because it takes me a minute to drink anything, but no alarm bells are going off saying this is a 14%. And nothing is going off saying like this is necessarily a mead either. It's got a nice uh, depth to it and a nice, uh, I mean, not roastiness, but like a a deeper, like a stone fruit. uh, Anyway. You know, to your point, you think about the 14 or even like 13 and up percent beers that we've had on the show. And very typically, like we can tell this is a strong one. That's a strong one. This thing is like, oh, okay. So it's like, like, it's like juice kind of, you know, it's still, it's, it it doesn't like, there's no burn. There's Mm -hmm. no heat to it. If you, you know, me being fairly naive when it comes to meads, you could have said, what do you think this actually is? And I would have said, I don't know, like 6%, 5 maybe. The honey's hiding a lot of it, so whatever. Yeah. This this will get you messed up quick. I can't believe we're going to kick a, I mean. A 500 milliliter bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a 14. <coughs> can't wait for show two. Josh, Josh? what do you think? Whew. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> So I now have a second favorite mead on the face of the planet. That's really damn good. I mean, there is there is nothing wrong with this mead. Cab ride is forever has my now, heart. I, I, and I don't I like look. Don't get me wrong. This is real good. This is no cab ride. Yeah, it's not even like. But it's not trying to be. It's not supposed to be. No, no, no. Agreed, right, but, but here's where I'm kind of going with this. So I don't even know if you guys remember. I brought a mead back from Greenville from a meadery that was dead. Yeah, all, all the stuff Devin was clearing out. I remember yeah. this. I kind of liked it, but it wasn't like my favorite thing on the face of the planet. Got introduced to Cab Ride and was like, okay, yes. okay. I didn't yes. know we could have flavors. And then I tried this and I'm like, okay, so mead isn't really what I thought it was. Like if it's done right and it's done properly, holy shit. And we've done some of those bee nectars on the show. Yes. And, and they're good, are, but they're their own kind of like lane, if you, right? Exactly. This isn't like a, a honey and candy sugar. It's like some of them have been sizers. Some yes. have been like fruited meads. I guess I can't remember. It's melanomal or... Yeah, kill whatever. all the gophers and the vampire yeah. one and the other yeah. one with the dragon. and Yeah, and yeah. I actually kind of forgot about those bee nectars, believe it or not, which kind of surprises me, but... I think I'm starting to like meats. Like I they, really think you I am may be in to that like spot meats. that I've been in lately, where it's not that I'm fatigued by IPAs, but I'm just like I need a little bit of a change, and I don't necessarily like. Yes, I've got an IPA on tap right now, but like I don't want another. Like when that kicks, I don't think I want another IPA. I don't want a stout. I don't want a sour. Like I've got a German on tap. Like where do I go next? Yeah. What's what else is there? And it's like, oh, well, I mean, I couldn't put this on tap, but I mean, <laughs> right? Like like there are options out there. Yeah, and and there's I have no Burn idea ball. if they're any Give good, but there's ball. that one that's called Vikings Blood or Viking Blood. Ooh, that's a special type of weird. Is it okay? Yeah, I mean, like I weird, like good, it. weird, bad. It's one of those things that I used to like. If I had a share coming up and. Uh, like I would, I would bring it to um, wait outside at Foothills for okay. sexual chocolate. Gotcha. Because at that point, I wanted something nineteen percent and full flavored because I'm cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, honestly, I haven't brought, I haven't really bought that since. So, so back to yes. this black is beautiful. It well as you said it, and 
it clicked with me as soon as you said it. It almost does have a stone fruit taste to it. Like, it's amazing what they were able to do with this with just honey and candy, you know, Belgian candy sugars. Like, right. I mean, we always think of honey as honey. Yeah. But I hate honey. Like, there's a beer that y'all know that I hate. Hop Slam. No. Okay. There's a beer that I really hate. It's a Van Horizon. Yes, I cannot stand oh, that's that right. fucking beer. Yeah, well, but, yeah. but the honey's too did, much. Josh. Thanks for reminding me. The honey is just too much, but for whatever reason, like the, the, the candies hide the honey well mm. enough in this, and you're right, this is a sneaky fucking 14%. Like, they've, they've got, yeah, you're talkative tonight. Uh, they also uh, released Avogadro's Trail. I picked up a bottle of that. I, I love making guacamole with that, by the way. Well, it's uh, like avocado flower honey. So interesting. I mean, I can bring it on a future show. We can see what's up. I, I bought. Yeah, yeah I we bought need we need beer for the show. Yeah, we do. Well, anyways, long story short, I went on a crazy fucking rant there. That thing's amazing. Like, hands down, it. it, it please keep making this, like, because my dream is dead with <laughs> cab ride. It's gone. Like, it'll never be made again. From what I've been told. If this thing will hang around, I will constantly make sure to have it in the fridge. So, so it's a fair question. I don't know enough about the initiative or the the project, if you will. But right. I wondered, once this initial kind of like run of Black is Beautiful is, is over, do they still get to continue? Ma- I mean, like, I guess they could. They may want need to rebrand it, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. I I didn't ask anybody while yeah. I was there. Like, yeah, well, yeah. why you would know, you? Right? On, on the day of sale, like, hey, you going to be making this again? Dear like, Good Road, please continue to make this. Josh promises to constantly have one in the keyser. Because, yeah, this is damn good. All right, Jeff, Sam Fry, tap that. How does that work? So we're going to talk about uh, the beers that we've been talking about. We're going to pick our favorite out of the four that we had today because... Josh isn't feeling great, and he didn't want to have a bunch of leftover beer that we didn't drink. I so, mean, I'm trying to be respectful. Whatever. Yeah, we don't want to pour out. We don't want to pour out good beer, right? And you don't want to waste good beer. Yeah. But bad beer, we're okay with dumping. Yeah. And we will audibly do that on yes. occasion. Um, but then, like, out of all of these beers and not beers that we've had, what's our favorite? Uh, what would we like to have more of? Um, like, I, you know, I joked about it. I don't know what a keg of black is beautiful would do. Um, that seems really recklessly irresponsible and dangerous, and yet and amazing and exciting. Yes, yes. no, I mean, like I, I don't, I don't see. I'm, I'm like trying to figure out what the what the downside to having a meat on tap would be, and I don't know, and I'd like to find out. So for me, I'm going to tap the black is beautiful. <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding out the downside. God, it sounds like marriage. This, the divorced person here. Yay. <laughs> um, no, really, it's it's the Black is Beautiful. That one was great. Um, the sparkling seltzer, look, that was a surprise, but the mead has got to take it. I I think even in a stack lineup, the mead's going to take it. That was something else. Good, good job, good road. Josh, who's a good road? Who's a good road? I mean, yeah, this is... Amazing. I gushed over it for like 15 minutes as I went on my weird rant about meads and the fact that I like them. So there's no questions asked. Of, of And yeah, I'm here for aging a mead in a keg. 
Yes, please. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com uh, where you can find links to all our old episodes. Uh, if you want to send us stuff to have on the show, um, you know, we had some beer uh, from listeners and former hosts. Uh, and, and we've had uh, beer from uh, listeners in the last couple of shows. Yeah, and like the last four. We've got some coming up. Like, like it's we're, we're in like a... Uh, a spoils of war kind of mood right now where we've, we've just got a lot of fun stuff that we're, we're getting to try. So um, maybe you've got that thing in your market that you'd love for us to talk about, try and what have you. Maybe there's some topic that you want us to discuss and reach out to us, contact at crapbeercast.com or uh, we got a subreddit slash R slash crapbeercast um, or, you know, slide into Josh's DMs on the Twitters at CBcast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells. One word. Hopefully I don't bore you too much. It's going to be pictures of dogs and cats and beer. Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh CBC rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Oh, um, I actually now have access to the craft beer cast Instagram account. So oh, hey, oh yeah, we can use that too. You can now we got a there. new thing that we have access to to ignore. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I, it I notifies me constantly. I like, can't wait to doom scroll and double click on it at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And not remember. So yeah, you could follow us over there on Instagram, Craft Beer Cast. Uh, I posted a picture from the journey that I'm going to talk about on the next show with Wells and I. Uh, that's everything. So we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.